they don't know that they should be prioritizing it. Every symbol in our culture, unless you're really paying attention to certain, I would argue the spiritual people, the grounded spiritual people, not the kind of really box thinking clergy people. So some spiritual people and a lot of practical philosophers, unless you're paying really close attention to them, most people are not prioritizing this, which makes no sense. What they are prioritizing is how I grow businesses, how I make lots of money online, how do I kind of learn, how do I gather a lot of knowledge, how do I develop myself? Mm. And none of them is actually a problem, but I argue they're all quite useless <laughs> without what Tim Ferriss, Tim fucking Ferriss, investor in Twitter, Uber, best-selling author, one of the top podcasters in the world. What Tim Ferriss says is the only thing that really matters. It's such an important perspective because it's so easy to just run around chasing external things like you're saying that maybe you think that's the avenue to peace of mind, but <laughs> hey, you normally find for any, out any, any uh, consolation to anyone here, even though I'm here shouting this message, it's not necessarily always easy for me because as soon as you work on things, you are very vulnerable to like what focusing on the wrong metrics. Can getting ask, caught up in the wrong things. Yeah. What has, what have been the biggest things for you personally that have brought you peace of mind? It is, what it's a, a remarkable one. question. No, it's not a hard one. It is fundamentally, really, just being able to go slow enough that you have time to think and see reality. The faster you go, so the more milestones you have, the more time you spend reacting to things like emails and notifications and demands of other people and time is blocked out in the day for this and that. And the less time you have to connect with people who have substance themselves, you know, the less time you actually like have calm in your day. I think of intuition as the way of tapping into this and in like we're talking about a couple of episodes intuition needs to be heard and you need to be able to go at a pace we can but also and then there is a certain set of activities for different people they differ that plug you into it's i think of it like um avatar the the film the james cameron and the big thing they have that plugs them into awa they plug their ponytail or whatever it is into the earth and it connects in and it's that idea of being plugged into the, you know, you feel like you're connected. And so for me, I never shut up about it. It's writing. Mm. For you, I think it's podcasting and running and, and the conversations you have mm. at work a lot of the time. And it's those things because it's this is essentially a feeling. It's very easy to self-diagnose. Mm. And Tim Ferriss has already given it to you. How do you feel in the morning? Do you rush to check the phone? And I think the rush to check the phone is dopamine, the excitement drug, essentially like trying to get a dopamine response. And if that's, you're already starting on a backwards step, if that's the way you wake up. So funny that you say that, like, cause I'm just thinking back to a particular moment of peace of mind versus, I don't know, sort of like pleasure. 
yeah. after after a marathon where you've done really well, you're in your legs are in absolute trouble. Uh, the endorphins flood. Yep. And you just, but you just like, but it, no, it's like not even just pleasure. It's like because you're reflecting back on the past sixteen weeks. Yep. Of training, all that you went through all of the thing like all of the training sessions you've done with friends it's like i don't know it just comes back to you yep. and that's the piece that to me feels like peace of mind i have a, a good friend athena sayaka has a great youtube channel and she's got these cards like palm cards and they're for reminders she goes these are things i need to be reminded and i go what are they and she goes things like you have everything you need hmm Reminding yourself, you have everything you need. And the solution is normally going for a walk outside. Most things that go wrong in your day are cured by a one hour walk outside somewhere green. Yeah, I, I, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. It like, is, wait, no, no, no. But this big problem, Joe, what's the, you have everything you need. The hardest one to hear, the hardest one by far, is that you are enough right now. That's the hardest one. That's People very miss, easy to go over your head. There's a misconception because when you hear that, you're thinking, well, am I, as in like you can say maybe that's a cop-out to not get better. Do you know what I mean? I, okay, I love this, you know. what? That's the first thing that okay, but, but, I can in, in, Hey, look. We run a, I run a community called the Constant Student. So this is a fascinating one. What to you is the idea of self-improvement and the drive to be better? What, where does that, what is that? What is the characterization of that in your? It depends in what. In what domain? Like, yeah, it depends in what domain. All right. Um, where, what, what is something you want to get better at? I can think of running specifically and, and from a career perspective as well. All right. In the career, does anything jump out? Mm, I would say the, uh, I've always tried to focus on being a better communicator and connecting with people and okay. also, and also trying to learn more about, you know, the industry in general and stuff like that. Fascinating. Right. But that, what, you know, but what do you do every day? Do you do a different, do you do those things anyway? You mean non-intentionally or? Or you're communicating anyway. We're communicating yeah, yeah, doing right that. now. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So that's just that's just a function of doing the job. Yeah, exactly. And then, so like when I say this, you're not enough, and it's a cop-out to self-improvement, it's almost like the idea it might be, for some people, this very seductive illusion that that's the point of achievement. Mm. I'm very careful about this idea of achievement. Very careful. Very careful. Because that... you, so many of us choose an achievement that is it's based on the ego. Right? And the ego as a tool is a, it's very complex. And it's designed to try and keep you safe in a very, almost like an overprotective parent that makes sense the overprotective parent my grandmother rest her soul 
came out, ran outside once telling my, my dad's friends, she's very protective of my dad, only son in the Lebanese family. <laughs> they came to pick him up for a ski trip. She ran outside saying, oh, he says he doesn't want to go anymore. <laughs> and then he comes running out as they're driving off going, hang on, she's lying, she's lying. It's, it's like this overprotective parent doesn't want you to take any risks. It's super paranoid. Keep away from any sign of trouble. Every and, time you mean and your good. ego, but your your ego is also looking for a story of your significance, because it seeks status, normally. So it's kind of like the same overprotective parent talking up their son. Ray is the best, which is what my grandmother used to do as well. <laughs> Ray is the best. He's so good. Can't see about oh, if there's something someone has a problem with Ray, that's them. You know, not I never heard her say that. I'm just extending this this image to make a simple understanding of ego and and the whole time it's refusing to shine a, a light on what you need to actually improve on but what you obsess over your is a sense of your inadequacies and you try to compensate for them out in the world that's why so many driven people have huge psychological problems tim ferris is a big example manic depression <laughs> 